0: The following episode of The Walking Dead podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the premier source of spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Choose from their extensive catalog of over 215,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, comedy specials, magazine and newspaper publishers, business information providers, as well as many other products. Audible is also the preeminent provider of spoken word audio podcasts for Apple's iTunes Store. In addition to audio programs from outside publishers, Audible.com introduces Audible Studios. Matching the most imaginative and esteemed authors with the world's best performers, including Academy Award winners, respected stage actors, and Juilliard graduates, Audible Studios produces a diverse catalog of engaging audio ventures for every age. Sign up today for your free... No obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. You'll get a free audiobook and you'll be helping to support the Walking Dead podcast. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dead and start a new adventure today. And now we're pleased to present the latest episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. It's The Walking Dead Podcast.
1: Got any advice for me? I'd say make a run for
0: it. This is the Walking Dead podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Walking Dead television show on AMC and the Walking Dead comic from Image Comics. Come on, come on. Back here. So sit back, relax, and join the herd. I I work. Work. Welcome to another episode of the Walking Dead podcast. I'm Scott, and here with me, as always, is Mr. Gary. Hey, I'm here as always. I just realized it. Gary rhymes with Jerry. <laughs>
1: uh, I guess I should be Jerry again. Yeah, because last year. Well, you're
0: you're a nice guy, like Jerry. You're like the hand of the king. Like Jerry.
1: And and you're a really cool dude.
0: Yeah, I, I guess you don't know me very well if you're saying that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, season eight is upon us, and not a moment too soon. This is episode one ninety eight of the podcast. But first, well, you know what we have to do. As always, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast@gmail.com at gmail dot com or by posting a po- posting a comment, posting a comment on our Facebook page. Facebook yeah, you know where the Facebook page is. It's on Facebook.
1: Hey Scott. Yeah. Is it just in? It's uh the Facebook page is on Facebook.
0: It's on Facebook. Not Instagram yeah. or Reddit or whatever however many of those things there are.
1: Yeah, I mean Don't there's
0: there's track. a there's a second
1: Facebook page on Snapchat, but is the it? first one's on Facebook, yeah.
0: Oh, alright. Well anyway, if you uh you need to voice an opinion on that, five six one five zero one 1483 is our voicemail line, you can tell us all about it, 5615011483. Okay, well, got a little bit to unpack here, so let's just jump right into it. Our recap of Season 8, Episode 1, Mercy. Mercy. It's good to get on with the story, I think.
1: hmm
0: I think this episode was very well done and was a great adaptation from the book. Of course, the only problem I had with it was that for the first time since I've been watching this show, knowing what happens kind of ruined it, me, ruined it for me from a suspense standpoint. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always been where they do it just differently enough that... I'm not really sure. And again, you never know if somebody's going to die who didn't die in the book or so forth. I mean, I'm pretty sure Dale's not going to die. Ever. Yeah. Uh, Unless Norman Reedus just doesn't want to do the show anymore.
1: Like Rick will will probably die before he does. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure that Carl and Michonne are, you know, they've got sufficient plot armor. And, uh, yeah, so... But I knew what was going to happen more or less, so while I was it was cool to watch It's cool to see it visualized, um, I was like there was no doubt in my mind how that was going to turn out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like it, it's like fair. the suspense of the the last season premiere where you don't know which one he actually if he was gonna really kill Gwen or he's gonna mm. fix somebody else, which of course they faked this out for a few minutes and killed abraham but then they went ahead and followed the storyline yeah so uh, you know some parts of it were different mainly the involvement of dwight morgan carol daryl and gabriel of course in the book dwight has already spoken to rick about being a double agent long before this but i like i did like the fact that they showed more of dwight working behind the scenes they don't really show any of that in the book yeah, that was cool. Later. But they show him communicating with Daryl. I thought that was cool. Um, Gabriel never becomes what he is on a TV show, so he's not involved at all. Yeah. Once in a while you see him like doing a service. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, I like that. And, of course, Daryl doesn't exist in the book, and Morgan and Carol were already dead long before this point.
1: Did you get to watch that uh, Behind the Dead special thing they put out? I don't know. They
0: put out, like, six of them.
1: Like six uh, I'm hours not sure. Of
0: shows. I watched, I watched <laughs> um, one that was... Uh, I guess that must be the one I watched. It was an hour of... I guess it... Uh, I don't know if it was behind the scenes of Season 8, but it was, like, behind the scenes of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I did watch that one.
1: They, um... They mentioned something interesting I thought you just reminded me of it when you said uh how of course Daryl wasn't in the books right um but did you do you remember that part where they talked about him being cast on the show yeah, and they I'd never heard that part of the story before that uh that he he comes in and says, "I suck at interviews I'm oh, yeah, here. I, I suck at uh i suck at uh auditions. auditions i'm I'm gonna bomb this and then uh they were like, well, shoot, he doesn't match any of the characters we have, but we really like him and we want him on our show. So yeah. they made the character, literally because of Norman Reedus, not because they wanted to add something to the show. You yeah, know,
0: I had heard that part of it. Yeah, and I, I also heard Daryl wasn't originally supposed to be a regular character; he was just supposed to be a recurring character or like a side hmm. character. But they he became such a fan favorite right away that they made him a regular part of the story right away. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um anyway, Let's see, I like again, I like the way they've kind of diverged some of the characters like TV Morgan and Carol and TV Carol are so much better. So yeah. much so much more enjoyable to watch work than uh their comic book counterparts who are like yeah, awful. <laughs> but, at the end of the day, I've already read this part of the book more than once, so it was mainly for me about seeing how it was visually represented on screen mm-hmm. um, and I thought they did a great job, really well done. I liked how they kin- I kind of like how they jumped around, and you're not sure it clearly wasn't a linear progression of time. I yeah. don't just mean the old man Rick parts, which we'll get to in a moment, mm-hmm. but let's see. I had some general discussion points, but I also had just some really quick things I liked. We've kind of moved away, I guess, from our old model. Uh, yeah. Three likes and three knots. We just, like, talk about stuff, whatever. But my, I think my favorite part in the whole thing was the taunting savior, <laughs> where he stabs the guy, and then the guy starts taunting him. And then yeah. at the end, <laughs> after he says, your son's going to die, Rick goes and cuts that zombie lo- that was trying to get at him and the guy and the zombie. That was so eats cool.
1: Him. Yeah.
0: And it goes to the guy who was up on the tree. What you say when you let well, well, for forget it that one. There was a, they were taking out the lookouts that were positioned on their way to the sanctuary, and the first uh-huh. one they did was a guy who was up on a tree platform.
1: Oh, that's right. Show there's a,
0: <laughs> they show there's a, a zombie trying to get at him who's way down there, mm-hmm. and the guy's up on the tree. And when I watched it the first time, I thought the guy like deliberately smacked his head on the back uh, on the tree and then to kill himself or something. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And I watched <laughs> it again. Oh, okay, they shot him. Duh. Because <laughs> it was so cool. It just sit the way you see it from a distance. It looks like he just up and smacked himself in the head. By himself, you know? Yeah. Um, I like the little thing where Rick and and Maggie were talking and he says, After this, I'm going to follow you.
1: Mm, That was cool. Nice moment. I like that. Yeah.
0: Um, I like some of Negan's commentary when they're confronting him better in the book than on TV. Well, shit. I'm sorry. I was in a meeting. I like, it was, it was, it worked on TV, but I like it's more, know, there's more personality to it. Like, he said, so you're gonna, you're gonna kill all of us, but let our people, like, starve to death? <laughs> and like, as much as that offer sounds so generous, I'm gonna have to say, fuck no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought that was cool. I also yeah. like, like, in the book, the whole scene, well, I'll get to that in a minute, but, um. Um, I, I love the effect of the, uh, you know how Daryl's riding the motorcycle and he's shooting at these pre-placed explosives? Yeah. So that the, the zombie herd follows it along. I like after the, the visual effect where he rides forward away from the camera, right? Mm -hmm. And then he shoots this last one and there's smoke and everything and then... As the smoke clears, you can see not too far in the background is the Savior's compound, mm-hmm. and you suddenly you suddenly see exactly where they're being led. Yeah, not that it was kind of a mystery of what they were doing there, but I thought that was cool the way the the uh, the the smoke just sort of drifted and you see the building in the background.
1: And I like two things about that too. One is I was just struck by like how cool is it that Norman Reedus can ride a motorcycle so well that, like, they wouldn't be able to do that if they had just some Joe Schmo actor who could barely ride a motorcycle. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yes. that was a cool shot. Um, and also, I loved how, uh, with, with I think it was that last uh, gas can, too, he waited until that other zombie was just close enough to yeah, the gas yeah, can yeah, so he yeah. could blow it up at the same time. I thought that was yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, they put that in their silly little... Uh, Memorium segment. Yeah, <laughs> it's really kind of stupid when it's just it's characters who don't have any lines
1: or zombies. Although I do love their uh, the names they make up for them. I can't remember any of them from this episode, Sometimes. but it's like you know
0: well, they're the, mostly the,
1: stupid, but they're pretty funny.
0: Like the one they had where Morgan sticks that guy from the back, with like a stick a stick a dab a or something like that. I don't
1: yeah,
0: stab a dab a
1: and I think there was another one that was, it was like Stepmad abadu 2. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo or something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. No yeah, it was pretty that. funny. That kind of covered my eyes.
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, it's not like you said it's not really impactful when there's not an actual cast member being yeah. lost. You yes. know, but it is pretty funny. Yes. But, yeah. I like that they keep up with it.
0: Speaking of uh cast members who were lost, mm. uh, I don't know. You mentioned to me before the before our recording that you watched the Talking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, that special two-hour. You know, it's funny. Um, Gene Grosso, who does the Walking Dead audio comic, he put up a message on Facebook while that was on. Goes, you know, I really hate Chris Hardwick. To show you how much I hate him, I'm watching a football game while this is on. You know, he, he's uh, clearly very talented, but he's just such a. I mean, it's hard to get away from how much of a corporate shill he is. He has yeah. questions that are just, I don't know. I like, I, I think he's very talented, and I, I he does come up with some really funny stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, dude, you couldn't come up with a better question than that.
1: And more uh, the problem for me was just because, like you said, uh, how are they going to have uh, Pollyanna McIntosh really have right. much to say? Like, they have literally every single one of them out there, gave them all at least one question, and then they yeah. literally had no time for anything else, you know what I mean? Like they barely got in a few comments each, and um, i was in
0: a I was in a political yeah. debate like that once where there were eight <laughs> of us running for student government president, and they had this debate at like the sports bar on campus, mm-hmm. and they only scheduled like an hour. Well, we basically got one question, and then the hour was up.
1: Well, wow,
0: I'm like they really got a lot of insight on us from. This <laughs> yeah 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 um I did like I thought it was cool that they got just about every person who's had some kind of a significant role on the show come back except for a few people that couldn't like Sarah Wayne Cowley she's on another show called Colony on USA so
1: but I thought it was cool that even the ones that couldn't be there they all sent in video messages you know like they were all uh, everybody was a part of it that was pretty cool even T-Dog
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, T Dog was there. Yeah, thought that was <laughs> interesting. We know he really didn't die.
1: Yeah, he's right. alive somewhere. Um, I, think I also like a
0: rapper or something. Isn't he? Is Irony? he Irony Singleton? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he's a musician.
1: I um, <laughs> I liked the uh, and they mentioned it again in that behind the scenes special mm-hmm. where uh, at towards the end, Chris Hardwick made Rick do a Carl. Yeah, out in yeah. front of the spe- and and you could tell he was a little peeved being asked to do it, but he he did it. Um, but then they they said in that behind the scenes special, like they all had a moment where they all did like they had most of the cast that they had to interviews do their version of the Carl thing. Yeah. Um, and one of the producers, I believe, is Gailan Hurd, said, "You know, it's funny because we all recognize it, but uh, um, Andy Lincoln is kind of." protective of it and you you could see like like she said something along the lines of like if you if you mention it around him he gets kind of tight or something like that and you saw it too in the uh talking dead it was pretty funny
0: he's probably very self-conscious about the fact that some people are actually making fun of the way he says carl yeah yeah he's trying to he's trying to do a genuine southern accent and of course that i'm sure for somebody from england that's a little difficult.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, it sounds like he's saying, you know, Coral, like, is in Reef.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I, I love the two, though, they mentioned in that behind-the-scenes special, the, the one of the takeaway things I had from it was, um, the, the main one, probably, uh, Andy Lincoln, I think towards the beginning, but they kind of echoed that sentiment throughout the whole thing, said something along the lines of, uh, we are filming the first season, we all basically linked our arms together in solidarity and said that, uh, no matter what, we're going to do our best to make this as real as possible. Uh, and even when we're not on camera, we're going to, you know, try as hard as we can for the other actor. Uh, and that kind of shines through, you know, that they really take it seriously, even when sometimes it gets melodramatic and, uh, you know, goofy even sometimes, you know, they, they really take it seriously and put heart into it, especially with Andy Lincoln at the, leading the team, so to speak.
0: Yeah. I have no comment or insight to (laughs) expand on that.
1: Yeah, I just thought that was interesting.
0: I just sometimes, you know, like the, to me, I, I I wonder how much of this expression of solidarity with uh, the whole process is genuine and how much of it's just for show. Um, mm. uh, I'm not saying, you know, they all look like they're, they get along very well, but of course they're all actors too. True. So you wonder how many of them really, are they, are they really good friends, all of them, all the time?
1: Oh, I doubt it.
0: <laughs> you know, clearly yeah. Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln
1: mm-hmm.
0: always see about that, but you know, you wonder how close the rest of them are. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> I just had a couple of discussion points and, and see what you think. Okay. Gregory. Mm. I think Xander Berkeley was. The more I see him in this role, the more I really feel like he was the. They couldn't have found anybody better.
1: I mean, people just. Let me stop you before you break into song, okay? <clears throat> and, by the way, who would train all this cannon fodder? I will. Awake. Rhetorical, okay? No, he's perfect.
0: Only like, like Bill Murray's brother <laughs> would have been better, I think, because <laughs> he he knows how to play like a kind of a whiny weaselly guy. Yeah, Brian, what the hell is his? Brian Murray, Brian Doyle Murray. You've seen him in you've seen him in a lot of things, but it's mm-hmm. Bill Murray's brother. I didn't know that, but hmm. he's in in a lot of. He played if you saw JFK. Mm-hmm. the movie, he played Jack Ruby in JFK. Okay. And in a, a number of many other films. But anyway, that's Bill Murray's brother, Gary. It's
1: nice to know. I nice didn't know that.
0: A, yeah, you can thrill your friends at parties. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bill Murray's brother's middle name? Doyle. Doyle. Yeah. think they might be Irish? Just a little. <laughs> Anyway, I thought the confrontation scene at the Sanctuary was even better on screen than the book. Mm-hmm. And I loved that scene in the book. Absolutely loved that scene in the book. I also loved that Gregory getting pushed down the stairs by Simon combined that great moment with little Stephen Og, and that was a very happy place for me.
1: That's what I thought, too. I was like, you know, it would have been cool in a way if they kept with the book and had Negan do it but it was so much better to see Stephen Og do it
0: yeah he just sort of pushes him down
1: the stairs yeah
0: <laughs> I, of course Simon doesn't exist in the book so it's Negan that does it in the comic but he doesn't yeah. they're not on like a place that has stairs they're just like in a balcony on an upper level of that wherever they were he just throws them <laughs> off the balcony because only like in, in the book eight people leave yeah and he's like just eight you told me it'll like be everybody and he goes Ah, I'm sick of you, and he throws them off the. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was even better. Nobody's leaving. And <laughs> then he pushes them off the. I thought that was great.
1: I just love when Simon's like, I feel like I put a lot of effort into you, or something yeah, like
0: that, that's and that's then pushes in him my down. Bag. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <good laughs> it was really good. Yeah. I thought it was good. The second one was the, uh, the King's speech. I'm getting a little over the whole Ezekiel Master Thespian thing. I just. <laughs> You know, it was kind of interesting in the beginning, but Ezekiel doesn't talk like that in private. In the book, here he like never steps out of character except for one time, and only when he's talking to Carol in private. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, it just then uh, he did the whole. Uh, he said this whole thing was for that speech he gives. Uh, he who sheds blood with me today is my brother. I guess that's from Henry V. Mm. Uh, but he—that's uh, a Shakespeare quote, of course. Yeah. But it's just like, all right, I get it. You used to do summer stock. (laughs) You used to do acting. I got it. Okay, man.
1: I mean, I I, I could give you that for a lot of other scenes, but for the speech, I thought it was really No, the
0: speech was great. I'm just like, it's a constant thing. He's sitting there just talking to Maggie and and, uh, Rick, and I forget who owned Jesus. And he's still talking like that. Yeah. Nobody would do that. The speech was great when he's up there talking. And then uh, when they were on the march in the season seven finale, mm-hmm. I watched that again, too. That was cool. I watched that again yesterday before I watched the premiere, just so nice. I could remember what the hell happened. Yeah. See so over there and there's a little girl, I'm like, her baby was born already? How much freaking time has passed? <laughs> I realize that, that wasn't her, but it was Judith. <laughs> I keep forgetting about Judith, since she Yeah not in the comic book either. But uh
1: That is a good point though. I hope that they eventually do show him break the, the King Act a little bit more. You know?
0: Yeah, I think if they hold true to the source story then there's some changes in terms of his morale. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Soon, But, uh, see, it it might not happen because in the book, he's the one in the relationship with Michonne, not Rick. And a lot of that is relative to his relationship with Michonne. I'm surprised no one has said, okay, we get it, you're the king, it's good to be king, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) I assume that hasn't happened because of the possibility of them becoming tiger food. I mean, that's (laughs) a good enough reason to just not say anything, but, you know, I don't know.
1: They did kind of have that moment when they first met him, yeah. but ever since then, it's just been like, all right, that's what he does, I guess. It's his <laughs> guy know? for real. Yeah.
0: They almost did that when they first encountered Gabriel in the comic. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's a bit different than the show. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> With his uh, sermon, almost. Um, old Man Rick. I think this is a really interesting aspect to this, because one doesn't know if this is a dream or what it is, just from watching. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything at this point about what I believe it is, but I will say it's a very close adaptation from the novel. Interesting. Your 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 turn.
1: Okay. Uh, going off of your thing, I really liked the whole framing aspect of the three phases of Rick kind of, you know, um, there was like the, uh, the pre-war Rick, then the, during the beginning of the war scenes and the speech and all that. Um, and then the future Rick, old man, Rick, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I liked how even just, they set it up in the very beginning of the episode, you know, there was the few shots of him just like stoic and thinking, um, and then they would show him focusing, like, really hard and, and imagining, and then they said later on, I forget how they called it, but, like, imagining his perfect world or, uh, whatever they said. I don't, do you remember how they said that? What is it again? Uh, where they were talking about, uh, I forget how it came up, but someone said something online lines to Rick of, like, uh, uh, do you imagine how it's going to be after all this or something like that? And he's like, I have been, you know, and, and then you, oh, Maggie, kind of,
0: he mentions that he mentions tomorrow and Maggie yeah. says, can you imagine what are you imagining what that looks like? And he goes, I have been.
1: That's oh, that's right. OK, lot. yeah.
0: And then he said, later, I don't want to wait for it anymore.
1: Yeah. And I, and I love how then they used his imagination of, you know, what it could be like after all this, mm. you know, and they used that to kind of frame the episode and show what it could be like, you know, if he, if they do defeat Negan and stuff like that, um, or,
0: or, or or did they?
1: Yeah, good
0: point. Could be like Arrow, we thought we weren't gonna get flashbacks anymore, so we don't have flashbacks to like five years ago, we have flashbacks to like six months ago now. (laughs) Really? I'm like, really, are you
1: kidding me? Anyway. I actually like it, because I'm, I would have j- been... I'm, I'm joking. I know, but I would have been disappointed if the flashbacks were totally gone. So I think it's cool oh, that they please, found I a new want, way to do it. I really don't want any more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like how now they're like... Anyway, that, that's a different discussion. Yeah,
0: that's another um, podcast, dude.
1: Yeah, that we we're not doing. Um, let's see, what else was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one note that I wrote down. Uh, Twizzlers during the apocalypse cavities exclamation point question mark <laughs> hmm. uh so yeah i just thought that was funny um a,
0: we haven't seen any dentists
1: yeah and, and i liked how to uh one of the few funny things there was in that talking dead uh where they asked <laughs> one, of, one of the few
0: funny things that's
1: nice <laughs> yeah. they asked alana about the uh the twizzlers that she had to eat or the, the licorice and she's like uh yeah first of all it was dehydrated And licorice is gross anyway, and I just had to chew on licorice all day, um, which I thought was a weird choice anyway, because they never showed her, like, particularly liking sweets or anything like that, but then they just decided to have her have licorice in her mouth. Um,
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I don't don't think she said why they had it, why she had that. Yeah.
1: She didn't, Um, and, like... I couldn't think of any real reason for her to have it, but like, okay, she wanted they wanted to have her have pink sunglasses and twizzlers. I guess so. I thought it would make her
0: look like super chill.
1: I also liked and you kinda touched on it for a minute, but I liked uh I like what they're doing with Gabriel. He was yeah. one of our least favorite characters for a while. <laughs> um and Now he's really, like, they have him on a redemption arc, and I'm worried it's going to end with his death. It probably will, I guess. Um, We'll see.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, because, I mean, I like what they're doing with him, but, again, I wish they would have added a different character in the game. Because what am I supposed to do with Gabriel? (laughs) I can understand having Abraham and Glenn and the rest of them, but just give me Gabriel... I mean, hey, I got the governor, and I have Negan, and I have... They could have added, like, Simon. He would have been good.
1: I wish they would literally just have, like... Gabriel doesn't have a weapon, and he just has to run away and hide.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or he, something. he has a specialized weapon like Rufus.
1: Oh, I know. I just thought it was funny.
0: It's an exploding book. No, really? it's an exploding thing of... No, I wish.
1: Oh, it you wish. an okay.
0: exploding thing of, like, uh, holy water or something. <laughs> like, Rufus, when you get Rufus, he has this, this exploding flask of moonshine that you throw at people, and it blows up at a certain radius. And then later on, you get the uh, the flamethrower.
1: The Dixieland barbecue? Yeah, so yeah.
0: he's got that.
1: <laughs> I wish I had Rufus. Rufus is the one I want the most.
0: Oh, you didn't get Rufus?
1: Nah. Oh,
0: you came in after. You came in a little bit after. I got it right away because I'd already accumulated enough. Yeah. I'd already been at a certain level. They just gave him, like they gave away Daryl when they first brought him in. Yeah. Because when I started playing those, the characters from the show weren't in in the game. I remember, yeah. And and they actually, you could only upgrade them to a certain level, and then you'd have to trash them. And get. At, I'm glad that they changed it where you can upgrade them all up to the the maximum. But when they put these new characters from the show on, I don't actually bring in any new survivors anymore.
1: Yeah, me neither.
0: Why, I don't need them. I've got, like, 18 or 19 characters I don't even use, but more than, like, four or five of them.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Because it takes so long to upgrade the, the, what they call the hero characters. Those yeah. are the ones from the show that the only one I can really use is Daryl. Me too, And that's only for cool. now. I've had him the
1: longest. Yeah. I mean, I got... White close yeah. to Daryl, but not not really enough. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh. One other thing I wanted to talk about, not fully with the episode, but uh, I'm. Not, are you familiar with the TWD rewards thing they have? Nope. It's a website. Um. If you Google it, I forget. I, it's an official AMC thing. Um. But basically, you get points for watching trailers or taking polls or uh, interacting or whatever. Um, and you can add up these points and get rewards. Of course, you need a ton for some of them, but like, uh, they even have things like signed scripts, uh, posters, um, memorabilia, all sorts of stuff all the way down to like, if you really just want to, uh, get something easy, they have like digital wallpapers and, you know, nice images and stuff like that, that you can use for backgrounds. Um, but I just thought it was really neat. And I've been uh, looking into it a little bit, and I guess during each week's episode, uh, if you watch it live, they put out a code word that you can enter yeah, on the CWD Awards. Yeah, they've been doing thing. that for a while. Yeah, but I never really looked into it for some reason. You have I don't not know why.
0: participated, that's a thing.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um,
0: You're above that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> so, uh, anyways, I found somewhere online they had a list of all the, the still active codes um from previous episodes and marathons and things they've done. Um and you just you rack up points until you can cash them in for rewards. And if you're already interested in Walking Dead like us anyway and watching the episodes and things like that, I just wanted to throw that out there for everyone listening that it's a kind of a neat thing. And um you know, even just for watching the show and typing in a password once a week you could potentially win something cool. So I just wanted to put that out there for everybody.
0: Well thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. I don't know what to say. <laughs> really genuine. I don't I don't I don't know what to follow that up with.
1: There's nothing really. I just um I don't have anything on here. Oh, uh the other thing too, um I haven't checked it out yet, but there's that Walking Dead Encounter app where you can unlock zombies and have them live action with you somehow. I don't really know how that works.
0: <laughs> and I will never know.
1: No, I know. I mean, I I literally bought uh 12-pack of Mountain Dew that had a thing on it, and I didn't even scan it. Um, so I don't even really know what it looks like. I'm sure it looks kind of fake. but uh, I'm sure it
0: doesn't look as good as yeah. it does in the ads. <laughs> oh, my God! Keep
1: running! I <laughs> the, at the guy in like, the skateboard. Yeah, okay.
0: I, yeah, right. I'm more likely to play Pokemon Go than that.
1: I'm sure that's what all the cool young kids are doing, too. They're pulling out their Walking Dead app and yeah. having CGI zombies chase them while Cause they I've, skateboard.
0: Because I've seen absolutely no one do that. <laughs>
1: I've
0: seen people play Pokemon Go, but...
1: I just remembered when, when Pokemon Go first came out, there was one time, um, the Publix I work at, I was watching this kid play it, and he walked straight into a cooler case, yeah. just, like, smacked his whole head on the thing, and they are like, Oh! He's walking you around playing Pokemon with, not yeah.
0: paying attention. Somebody just <laughs> texted me, he goes, you play Pokemon Go? And I'm like, do I strike you as the type of person that plays Pokemon Go? So you're to <laughs> save yourself some time there. <laughs> no, I do not play Pokemon Go. I hunt <laughs> Pokemon.
1: I just, <laughs> um, I just saw one little thing in my uh, my notes from behind the scenes thing I wanted to mention real quick. Do you know, remember that part where, uh, they were talking about the prank war that goes on mostly between Andy Lincoln and Norman Reedus
0: uh-huh.
1: and <laughs> I love, um, Tom Payne, who plays Jesus was, uh, was on. He said, <laughs> it's, it's not his fault. It's just not in Andy's nature. We're British. We're not good at pranks. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I think that's an American thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, uh, speaking of Brits, uh, one last thing from that special. the uh, Towards the end, I think it was, right after they did the little uh, uh, Carl bit with Andy Lincoln, um, he's like, if they could have just called him Jason, it would have been fucking ideal. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's like, why'd they have to call Carl. him Carl?
1: Why couldn't it be Bobby? <laughs> I just that's, thought that was funny. That's
0: odd that I've never met a kid named Carl. Really? I've only met adults named Carl. So I missed the point at which they were a kid named Carl, but I'm saying I never met I never met a <laughs> kid named Carl.
1: I missed the point where they were a kid named Carl. Yeah. <laughs> that's Obviously
0: funny. there there was a kid named Carl at some point.
1: Yeah. You know. I guess that's true. I don't name, really know any. Unless they changed Carl's.
0: unless they changed their name to Carl. But who does that really?
1: Maybe they go by they like C J or something when they're a kid and then they grow is, up and yeah. they go by Carl.
0: His name, my name is Steve, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go to court and change it to Carl.
1: Okay. All right, buddy. (laughs) Enjoy that. Coral. It's a reef. It's a reef.
0: Yeah, coral reef. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Well, that's our very lively and entertaining discussion. (laughs) I think it looks like it's going to be a good season. I think they'll have all-out war. Will be this season, and I'm really looking forward to what they do after.
1: I, I like it so far, I think,
0: yeah,
1: a lot of people are saying it was subdued as a premiere and, and I, I could wonder what that was <laughs> I think they they put out a lot of stuff about all out war and they had a lot of things about you know Negan versus Rick and all that, and you know, for a big episode and a premiere, it wasn't it was more dramatic, I would say than action heavy, but there was a lot of action to it, I guess too, but I, I don't I don't know what people were expecting to be honest, I don't know if they expected the whole war to be in one episode or, or what, but um, yeah, I like how they started it off, and I see a lot of good potential here, like you're saying.
0: Yeah. And yeah. given the extra elements they brought in, I'm interested to see what they do with the garbage trash people.
1: The, <laughs> the garbage uh, trash people. <laughs> well, they're actually,
0: t- tr- they're actually officially called the Scavengers.
1: Yeah, you said that.
0: Yeah. That's but, funny. Yeah, I'm interested to see where that goes. I have a feeling it's going to merge into something else. Yeah, I could be wrong, but... yeah,
1: Maybe, Maybe that's why they're like making such her. a big deal about Paulina McIntosh. Maybe she's going to be the crossover character.
0: Mm, well, uh, I don't know. Just kidding.
1: I think, no. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: crossover yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear uh actually... statement on that, by the way? Yeah. On the uh, Talking yeah. Dead? Yeah. No, I thought that was interesting. He's like, because he keeps getting asked about it. He's like, I can't say when, I can't say what show, I can't say who... But I can say it's going to be next year. (laughs) He he said it's either
0: going to be the back half of season four of Fear the Walking Dead or the front half of season nine of The Walking Dead.
1: I thought he said it could also be the back end of season eight of walking dead like literally anything next year
0: i think i probably tuned out after that i'm like oh cool
1: he he literally said like any part of next year so he's like so that could be the first or he could be walking Fear the walking dead or the back end of this season of walking dead or the first part of next season and it could be any character from either of the shows um but it's happening next year and that's all he could give us and it's like okay cool
0: well, look forward to it. I hope it's more yeah. than just like Jim dying by the side of the tree. Hey, that dude looks like he just died. Keep going, and that's the crossover.
1: It's just Alex Charlie's plane flies by yeah. in a flashback or something.
0: In a flashback, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> remember that time with that plane? Yeah, that's the fl- that's the
1: crossover. <laughs> you just they zoom in and you see her in the window
0: looking out. <laughs> oh no, she was from like the East Coast. Oh yeah, and like Rick. I know Rick pulls her over on the way to the airport on her way to California, gives her a ticket. That's the yeah. crossover. So then he gets anyway. back
1: in the car and you see Shane eating a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> Just Shane's like, like "Where
0: are we going for lunch?" Yeah, and that's it. That's, that's a crossover. That's like they go and they get their their burger and their fries where they share the ketchup on the fries. That made I've never seen anybody do that.
1: That's
0: weird. Yeah. Watch it again in the pilot. The way they both share the ketchup, they like to oh, put really? ketchup in there and they both dip off. I don't know. It was really weird. I don't remember, right. Never ate. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> remember to leave your comments and feedback on our email address or at our email address on our email podcast <laughs> at gmail dot com or on our Facebook page. And we already told you where that is, so I'm not saying. Yeah, it's so. on Facebook. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep. And our voicemail line is 5615011483, so, you know, leave a message there. Gary will call you back. Yeah, I'm waiting. He'll get right on that.
1: I've been waiting on that line, you know, just waiting for someone to call. and No one's been calling. Not even Betty. They've all left us.
0: Well, you know, boring conversation anyway. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so stay safe, Manhattan, Kansas, just because. That's where the dart fell this week. Oh, is it? No, I just oh. pulled that out. I'm trying to think of some city I haven't named before.
1: I just imagined I'd you with know, like a map of the world. Santa, and
0: I should do that. I, I, it's like San Antonio, Florida. No, I already did that one. <laughs> I don't think I've done Lake Placid, Florida. or uh, I don't want to do too many towns in Florida. Yeah, I did Cleveland, Georgia once. <laughs> you know, uh, Hiawassee, Georgia. I did all those already. Hmm. didn't do McCaysville, george i'll we'll have to try that one you're probably like what are you talking about man? <laughs> anyway we'll see you back here for our next episode and like now then it'll be never be a better time to be a nerd so yeah that's it have a good day <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it have a good day yeah, yeah that's like it. hey Hey, someone had to say it, and you yeah, said had a good day, hey, so...
0: Okay. <laughs> this must be where pies go when they die. Mm. And I want to thank all of you for not being here today, and not having this meeting with me, or, or being seen on your way out. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please check out our website for all the latest news and updates at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walkingdeadpodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TWDPodcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com as well as leave us a review on iTunes. You can also post comments on our website and Facebook page. The Walking Dead Podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean.com, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at playerfm.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead podcast by visiting our sponsor, audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast.